0: guys we're back on the third ever episode of the yee apparel podcast today we're doing it a little bit differently we're all in different places so parker's on the bus right now and we're just going to zoom into each other what's up guys so uh caleb is also uh beside me and so caleb is our warehouse manager he's been on a bunch of podcasts with granger so if you've been listening to Granger Smith podcast then you're familiar with Caleb and he is going to jump on with us today we are so lucky Hello, everybody <laughs> uh so cool Parker will you tell us a little bit about where you've been this week you've been out of the office for about I guess we wrapped it seemed like we wrapped the last e podcast episode and then you took off on the road and you've been gone for about the past week so why don't you fill in on what you've been doing and, and where you've been
1: yeah, I'm back here in uh, Granger's office right now. They're, he's out there with um, Keeping It Dutch, uh, the Homestead family right now. And so I had like an hour and a half and it actually turned out perfectly because we've been in like spotty Wi-Fi. I'm sitting here writing down all the places we've been in the last four days because I honestly don't remember. Our joke when we're on the bus is you get off and go in the gas station, go to the bathroom and you have to ask like the attendant what state you're in. So it's definitely been one of those weeks. Right now we're in Kansas. Um, Thursday, we left the farm, and we went to uh, just outside Nashville, Tennessee, to shoot one of Granger's new music videos for his new single, uh, so y'all will hear about that here in the next couple weeks, uh, we'll announce that, And which was unbelievable, It's it was by far the coolest music video I've ever been a part of, I think it's Granger's coolest music video of all time, so you heard that here first, I think it's going to be amazing, just insane.
0: I'm so hot uh, for it.
1: Yeah, I was telling the guys before we hopped on here that it reminds me of, like, a Jurassic Park meets, like, Walking Dead level, um, <laughs> like, vibe. So it's, that's going to be really cool. From Nashville, we went to Kentucky. So basically, this is like a tour, but Granger's not playing music. We're just going through and collabing with different uh, YouTubers kind of in our space, and then meeting a lot of guys uh, like in the outdoor and guns and and truck uh, renovation space uh, that we haven't got to meet before. So uh, Tennessee, we went to Kentucky to see uh, Kentucky Ballistics. Uh, Scott, super awesome guy, uh, got the bus stuck in his front yard, which was pretty hilarious. Um, I'm sure y'all saw that on socials. and shot some automatic guns and shot some watermelons. <laughs> uh, what you do with Scott? And uh, the next day we went to First Form, which is a supplement company. Uh, they're in St. Louis. And um, for those of y'all that don't know, um, I know Hayden and I. Hayden and I look up to uh, the Frisella brothers, Andy Frisella and Sal Frisella. Andy Frisella runs the biggest. Uh, business podcast uh, in the world at one point. I don't know where it's at right now. It's called Real AF. And his brother, Sal, is the president of First Form, which is the company that they started. And I always always joke that Sal is like my spirit animal. And then Andy is like Tyler's spirit animal. Um, But I always really resonated with Sal because Sal's the president and kind of handles the day-to-day operations, but he's like under the radar and doesn't get a lot of press. And so He's a really knowledgeable guy and learned a lot from him. Um, Literally the
0: definition of you with uh, Granger for all these years and then now even Tyler since Tyler's been on, a re- on the biggest reality TV show in the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, and what's so crazy is he was like, yeah, 12 years ago was when I really came on uh, from a different role to, to start running the day-to-day of the company. And it's amazing to see how far we've come. And he's 39. So 12 years ago, he was my age. He was 27 uh, when they brought him on and it like they have over 300 employees 188,000 square foot warehouse and just like I don't know if if y'all have experienced people like this but I was talking to Granger and Tyler after we talked with them and it's like every once in a while in life you'll run into people who just go out of their way to help you and they're just people who pull you up the ladder and even if you're potentially even though we're not in the same space and and we're not a competitor but it's like the guy's running like a half a billion dollar company. Like his time is so much better spent doing other stuff. But every once in a while in life, you'll just run into people who are just like salt of the earth, charismatic, selfless people uh, who just like will take two hours out of their day to just answer your questions. And it's like, I think we could all name a couple people who are like that, and it's just really inspiring to to see that. And I want to be that guy, um, somebody one day. So. Yeah, so that was that was uh, Sal at first form. And so that's, they're a big inspiration for what we want to do with EE e. Apparel and um, on the business side. So that was more of a trip for me to be able to meet those guys rather than any kind of content or anything uh, like that. Um, after that, we went to um, Andrew's place uh, fishing with Flair, which a lot of people have been wanting us to collab with for a while. Uh, so that was a ton of fun. Flair's just an amazing guy. I didn't realize he—he he just turned 24. He's super young. Wow. And we shot a uh, full-auto BB gun. So I've never <laughs> saw seen that. It. So that was uh, that was pretty fun. Did he rig that up himself? No, he bought it. Um, really? Yeah, I don't know how, but yeah. We gotta yeah. we gotta
0: find one of those for uh, for the farm.
1: So he also had a uh, a uh, like a lever action 22 and Granger bought one immediately after we left. Like, you know, the old school, uh, like cowboy guns? Like yeah. the lever action, uh, Granger yeah. bought right after we left. He's like, Lincoln has to have this at the farm. Um, and then we went to, uh, today we ended up in, um, where are we, Kansas, and met with uh, Weston uh, Champlin, and he'd picked us up in a school bus and uh yeah today was the most insane day that I I think the whole trip we just like took a school bus out in a field and went mudding and he like ran into trees and he is a psychopath in the best possible way so um that was that was awesome and then now we're in um yeah now we're in Oklahoma actually and you're gonna be back this evening yeah we're coming
0: back tonight What's funny about uh, – it's always funny from from an outside perspective to see, like, what's going on while half the group's in one place and half the group is in another place. So I'm posting on socials, like, different stuff that's happening at the warehouse, like, updating people on the shipping. And then at the same time, like, ten minutes later, something will be posted from me, Apparel that's just out in the middle of some field in Kansas or Iowa, you guys doing your thing. And I think that that's the, uh, how this is going to be one day even more so is we've got just – five different crews doing different things, whether it's filming, whether it's um, collaborating with other brands or whatever. And it's just going to be this eco, this ecosystem back at, whether it be on socials or a website or YouTube or whatever, it's just going to be like this one spot. ye is the hub for all these different things happening. But it's funny that you said that about Weston because, because I, I guess me personally, I didn't know as much about him. And I think we just hadn't, us as a, like our entire group hadn't communicated with him as much in the coming weeks. And then Granger was like, yeah. And then Weston, like it's right on the way. And he, he, he sent the YouTube his YouTube over and we were watching it and just geeking out on some of the videos. But it's funny that you say that that ended up being just like one of the most insane days of your life, because I don't think that was initially one that we had circled and then it just worked out perfectly. And that's how a lot of these relationships we've seen uh, come about sometimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Weston was, it's funny because Scott, Scott's like an ex cop. And, uh, with Kentucky Ballistic, and so he does crazy stuff, but he's very conservative. Like, he was in the in the car with Granger, and he was like, whoa, easy, easy, slow down, slow down. He's, like, very much, like, a slow down guy. Like, I don't want anything to, like, go wrong or potentially flip it. And then we get in the, this bus with Weston, and he's just a guy that is just – will just yell whatever's on his mind. He's just like, let's go, boys. And Granger was like, I didn't realize at the moment how dangerous that was until afterwards that he was just – it's only the second time he'd ever driven this school bus oh my gosh and uh yeah go on granger's tiktok or ye apparel instagram and you'll see the reel that we posted i literally just posted it right before i got on this of uh of weston driving this bus through the woods and then running into a tree it's unreal
0: and there will be videos for all of these coming out right
1: yeah, so that that's just like the short version. Basically, that's why I'm here is to just like make the connections and then do like TikToks and like film it on my phone so that I can just put together a quick version. But the like long versions will be on majority of them will be on. Actually, they'll all be on the Granger Smith YouTube channel, and then uh, the Dutch video today will be on the Smiths, his family channel. Welcome to a budding
0: startup business where one day you're the CEO and then the other day you're just the guy with the phone filming TikToks
1: yeah what's funny is what we were joking about is uh like we were at this music video with just this insane budget and there was a crew of probably 20 plus people and then Paul uh frames by Paul Granger's videographer that a lot of y'all know now Uh, he and I were like trying to get a thumbnail for the music video and I was filming TikToks and they were like BTS get out of the way they call us BTS behind the scenes they're like guys get out of the way get out of the way and we had to like pause them for a second and be like guys like the the content that we're getting is going to get more views than the music video itself like it's such like a new way of thinking because when you like the old school like we had this big budget we have like The director who needs to get it done in a certain amount of time this huge crew it's like what is this kid doing on an iphone filming like on tiktok but it's like people don't realize that that promo on tiktok that i do of this music video like could be what catapults the video uh big so it's an interesting dynamic but and it sounds bad it's like yes ceo and then now you're just filming tiktoks but man those tiktoks and reels are the foundation of our brand and I'll never look down on them that's that's what keeps the, the engine going
0: well and it's what we've talked about a lot of times uh with our content that a lot of there trust me there are plenty of people that came to our brand because of knowing Granger or knowing Earl Dibbles or, or whatever the case is but they're and that's and that's a good portion but the the, the people the crowd that are coming to our brand because they saw a meme on social media or they saw a video like what you're talking about is growing and our socials I don't I mean we're in the day-to-day of it so we know how how much our socials are growing but uh, I don't know I don't know if people realize how much it is growing right now Um, just our our TikTok and our Instagram and everything and so is Granger's but all of that is from people that see one video and then they go and follow us and they see more videos and those people end up turning into customers. They may see a video one time and then they they see a video a second or a third. And then two months later, we have a launch and they've been seeing some of our gear and they buy from us. And two months ago, that person didn't even know who we were, you know? Definitely. Cool. Well, sounds like it's been fun. Uh, we're happy to, we're, we're excited to have you back. I don't know about Caleb, if he's as excited to have you back as I am. Because you're just gonna yell at him for the warehouse being dirty again. It'll be clean by the time you get
2: here. All right,
0: <laughs> in three hours. <laughs> I'm trying to get everything.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, cool. So that's that's all great and good. Um, the other thing that was kind of a big happening this week, and this is this is something that's a little bit different, and is been kind of in my world and i'm not sure we haven't even had a chance to like connect on any of this so i haven't talked to granger i haven't talked to tyler i haven't talked to you um but a lot of people are talking about the possibility of a yee yee farm camel a real live camel that lives at the yee Yee farm um i wanted to like the the way that this started is i had a tweet a couple weeks ago that said i can't wait for one day uh the the Yee yee farm to have lots of animals and I said s- simple stuff like chickens quail which we already have both those things uh pigs cow and then I just kept going and then I threw in I think I think I threw in camel and all these people started like really latching on to the camel and so then I had a tweet yet yeah, like two or three days ago about how we just hit 400k on Instagram which side note is super impressive because we were just at 300k we've grown 100k on Instagram in like two months which is unheard of. And we're seeing an insane growth. And so then everyone was like, a lot of people started responding and saying, if y'all get a million, y'all should get a camel. And so the gear started turning in my head. And I texted Tyler as I do often and say, if I do blank, can I get blank? And I've done this a million times. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't, but it's never, it's never a camel. It's never anything like that. And Tyler texted back and said, yes. And there were a few different caveats, which we'll talk about later, but then Granger called me and said something about it. So I was just trying to feel out how it's been on your end. Have you heard about the camel? Are you in the loop on this as much? And do you think that they're being serious or am I getting my hopes up for a camel that I'm never going to own?
1: Well, our joke, our internal joke about Granger is he just he, every day he has a different plan or project that he wants to do with different animals or different projects. So uh, it was actually perfect timing because right when you said that, what's funny is, right, right, when, right I told him that you said that because I saw it on Twitter and Granger was like, just remember, everybody needs a friend. And so he just immediately called Hayden and was like, remember it. He needs a friend. If you get a boy or girl or whatever camel and needs a friend, he can't just be alone out there. But that's funny that that was the first thing that he thought of. But the next day we went to or maybe I think it was that day we went to Flair's and Flair has Ralph at his yeah. farm. Flair's first of all, Flair's farm is just hilarious because he just buys the most random stuff and has no idea what he's doing. He's just like like he got Big Chungus, this giant rabbit, and was just like, I don't know. You- I'll just get like a heated water bowl. Yeah, it's just this massive rabbit. And he just like builds a little shed for it because he thinks that's what would keep it warm. And then like just built a tarp for the north winds where it's just freezing. And uh, yeah, so he just has all these random animals. But um, he has Ralph, which is his camel, which is just the coolest. It's definitely the coolest animal. He's so nice. It'll just come up to you and just like want to be pet. And so it's perfect timing because Granger loved him. And so in the back of my mind is like Granger's definitely gonna get a camel now or or be cool with us getting a camel at the farm now because like so friendly and it's it just makes cool content because people love seeing people love. it's like so random. It's like who has a camel? Uh, so I think it just I think I think it's gonna happen honestly. Well, and
0: uh, what I've learned from working with Granger and Tyler is that if something, like if they promise you or even give you a hint, a, like a glimmer of hope on anything, just take it and run with just, it. There's a chance. Like if the, you need to get a sign. Do what? In the mail. Yeah. So so uh, the next day, I was telling Caleb, and the next day we got like some Texas magazine that's delivered to us every single month at the farm. And on the cover was this guy that raises uh camels not only that he raises them in valley mills texas which is 10 minutes away from where you and i grew up so i just looked at caleb and i held up and i was like dude it's a sign like we're getting the camel but with with those two if if they give you any glimmer of hope you have to run with it and i just knew that if i posted about it like oh tyler said yes it's really hard to go back on your word then so i'm hoping uh I've got a few different things up my sleeve to try and help us get to a million as fast as possible. In in the end, everyone benefits. And we've talked about, we talked about it a few days ago, doing some like a vlog series um, with the brand rather than like, you know, the Smiths have their family vlog, and we want to do so we want to roll out something along those lines at the farm. And I don't know exactly what that looks like yet, but I mean, a camel is going to be a cornerstone of a series like that. Don't you think?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I think we could do, uh, just kind of a mixture of like what we all enjoy. Like I enjoy like shooting my bows. So we could do like some, some cool, like long trick shots with like a bow. We could mix in like fishing. Once I know we want to fill and stock those tanks. Uh, I know we want to get more into skeet shooting and, and bird hunting. And there's always vehicles and there's honestly always some type of vehicle restoration going on. Uh, I know butch and Bull and Granger have a crazy project that they're about to start. After Earl Dibbles' truck, and we could always give just like behind-the-scenes content of that. So I think there'll always be something.
0: Yeah, especially the more people we hire and the more uh, the more stuff that's going on. So the camel fits in uh, fits in perfectly with that. Uh, last thing that I want to talk about. That we're going to take a break for a second. Can you tell people because I've, uh, as most know, I run a lot of the socials, and so I see a lot of the messages. And boy, am I getting hammered with questions about the restock. Everyone's asking about the restock. When's the restock? And a lot of people, and remember too, that a lot of people aren't as familiar with our brand. So they may have not been a part, this may be their first launch they've ever been a part of. So let people know how the restock goes. Do we bring back items after that restock? Are they gone forever? How does that work?
1: So we, I'm not going to reorder anything from this launch. What we do is we put up, we get a bunch of inventory in and then we put up the majority of it. And then Caleb will count out a certain amount of items of each product so that we don't oversell. And so that we can have room for people who need returns of different sizes for stuff that didn't fit. And so as of, I think yesterday, we caught up on orders from the 15th uh, from the launch and so hopefully by the, what's today, Tuesday by the, or I guess it would be Wednesday was when tomorrow, this, this comes out on a Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping by the end of this week, we will be majority caught up on orders. Caleb, what are the numbers looking like on y'all's end? Do you think maybe at the end of this week?
2: I actually think we're done with the uh, the orders. You mean just the launch orders or orders
1: in general? And orders in general. Oh, uh, we got like a, uh couple of that. I quite a few. Um, so maybe by the end of this week, probably like midweek next week, we will, um, do a restock of what we have, um, what we have available. Um, so we'll go back and then we'll recount what we have left that we didn't put up in the store. And so it'll be, it's not going to be big, but, um, just keep an eye out for it. Every, go to the website now. I think I think Hayden may have taken off the notify me when available, but if you click the notify me, or we took, we removed a lot of the out of stock items, I mean, but if you had clicked notify me when available, you'll be the first to know when it's, when it's restocked. That was a long-winded answer to that, but
0: yeah. Yeah, we always eat, uh, as long as you're on our email list, if you're not on our email list, go to our website, yee.com, scroll to the bottom, um, there's a little spot to hit your email, and as long as you're on that email list, you'll get a, you'll get, a notification a couple days before and usually we do it at 10 a.m. on a certain day. And, and you, you should know if you're checking your email and you're on our email list, then, then you'll know whenever that's happening. Um, cool, well, I guess that's it in our world. Nothing nothing crazy has happened since you've been gone. So we'll go ahead and go to break um, and we'll be back in a second. Hey, guys, we just added a couple discounts at the Yee Yee apparel store at yee
1: discount, What are those discounts again, Parker? The code is yee yee podcast at checkout, and we only have first five people available to use that, right, Hayden? First five people to use it uh, will get the discount, and then you won't be able to use it anymore. So yee podcast at checkout. So first, first five to do it, will get the discount.
0: Yeah, and if you're listening to this right now, you better hurry. It's going to go soon. Welcome back, y'all. We are going to roll right into the new Power Rankings. So we did the Power ranking segment last week. It was our first ever segment on episode two, and we did the Power Rankings of the best beers that you can have, and that was super popular. We got a lot of good feedback on that, so I think we're going to keep this rolling. And this week our topic, because the Super Bowl is on Sunday, we are going to do the power rankings of the best food and snacks that you can bring to a Super Bowl party. This is gonna be highly, highly discussed. Uh, I think that a lot of people have certain snacks that they love and that they're very passionate about. And so uh, this will be interesting to see how it goes. Parker, uh, did you go, I think you went first last time? I'm going to let, you know what? Caleb's our guest. I'm going to let Caleb go first, if that's okay.
1: Caleb has also been really bragging about his beforehand. So I'm, I'm eager to hear him. Well, well, and not only
0: that, five minutes before I go, I go, uh, do you have some? And he goes, yeah, I've got one. And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> you got to have multiple. And then he's like, I better start writing them down. He hadn't written any of them down. So I thought it was, I thought it was just one. I thought I only had to have one, but
2: I do have three really good ones that I'm pretty sure you guys are not going to have
1: okay go for this it the first one
2: um oh also i think this is a good time to say that i have two really good names for the camel <laughs> okay i've got one really good name for the camel um one the bad name for the camel can i say the bad one you can say the bad one okay the bad name for the camel which i am probably not going to end up being it is toe and we'll just move right along into the good one which is uh camilla anderson
0: What if we named one Camel uh, Camilla Anderson and then we just got one like in five years and called it Tommy Lee and then they were just like they were just lovers. We just get a male donkey. Name. That's true. We can just get a donkey. <laughs> okay, now so back to uh the power rankings since Caleb wanted to pull that out of left field and didn't yeah. want to speak up earlier.
2: So do I list all three?
0: No. So you list one, then I'll go, then Parker will go, and then it'll go back to you.
1: And this is your number one, right?
0: Yeah, so use your best one. Like, always use your best one first. Last week, Brian, like, saved one, he said. Just use your best one. Okay,
2: so my number one snack to bring to Super Bowl is called Cowboy Caviar. Oh, yeah, what is that? It is this. It has uh, chopped up bell peppers. It has Mm. corn, uh, black beans, tomato, and it's absolutely delicious. You also put, like, the powdered ranch dressing. Oh yeah. And then like a, a little bit of like a Italian dressing I think it it is unbelievable.
0: Oh and you use a lime chips to eat it with. Yeah, that's a good first pitch. Have you, ever, have you ever noticed that the it's so much better whenever you make your own ranch with the powder than actually doing than actually buying the ranch.
1: You can just sprinkle it on anything. Yeah, 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 I know. It's, it's it's use great. it as seasoning and I really want that to be a part of my life. I want to find I want to find some to do that with.
0: Yeah, it's good. All right. Good first pick. Oh man. Mine. My first pick is going to be pigs in the blanket. They're handheld. You can eat. It's one of those things that you can eat literally 30 pigs in the blanket and not even think twice about it. And then you look up and you're like, oh man, it's almost halftime. And I've eaten the entire platter of pigs in the blanket. And I'm not sure anyone else has had any of these. It's like it's solid it's simple to make too like if you're if you're making pigs in the blanket people love you but in reality all you did was buy some dough and some little smokies throw them together and you're done it's it's just such a clutch uh, it's such a clutch thing to bring to the Super Bowl party so that's what I'm gonna go with for my first pick
1: am my next yeah I'm gonna go with my number one was also pigs in the blanket I was just telling you the other day that's my favorite snack let's uh, go
2: yeah I like the shot version of pork <laughs>
1: yeah Yeah. so my question is do you do you go with the uh it's like a vienna, vienna sausage in uh meat and then do you go with the crescent roll on the outside or you just go with like a regular roll dough
0: yeah great question i get the little the package it's like vacuum sealed of the little smokies and they're they're about like an inch long and then i just get the crescent roll uh dough pillsbury and then i just pull off pieces of that and that's like some people do Vienna sausage. I don't mind Vienna sausage, but I don't like it for this exactly. And then some people like they try to church up their pigs in the blanket. Like there ain't no need to church it up. It's pigs in the blanket. It's simple. It's easy. Just make it exactly how it needs to be. And it's super cheap. Like you can make an entire platter of that for like six bucks. It's my go to. Yeah. Yeah. Crescent. Crescent. yeah. Wait, what did we say? You said crescent. Oh, crescent wrench, like crescent croissant, wrench, croissant roll, croissant roll, dude. I've been, I've been building. I've, we've been doing woodwork all week, and I just said crescent roll. Like I, no, I was no, thinking no. of crescent wrenches. i
1: my mind's elsewhere. Yeah, no, I, think uh, I, said, crescent, I said crescent roll. I think isn't that how you uh, say it? Croissant. Oh man, croissant. I always said I always said crescent. Am I a redneck?
0: Oh man, this is embarrassing. If we've been, if if you've been pronouncing this, you rubbed off on me. But I'm. This is embarrassing. If you've been pronouncing this wrong for 20 27
1: years i don't know i think it's crescent honestly
0: okay we'll see later as soon as this I, ends i'm, I'm jumping like looking that up. yeah creek or creek we had a lot of interest we have a, a, a lot of responses on that from our podcast last week uh okay what's your first pick
1: me yeah you're up my first one was pigs in a blanket. My second one is uh, jalapeno poppers, but not too hot because I'm a baby when it comes to, to hot stuff. So I like just a little bit of heat, but you got to definitely get the seeds out of there. So for people who don't know what a jalapeno popper is, it is typically dove meat, but it could really be any kind of meat. Um, and you get a little bit of like wild game bird meat typically. Uh, and then you get... Hayden's the master of this, but sometimes people get like a little piece of cheese. Sometimes people will put a little bit of cream cheese in there with it. And then you wrap it you put it in, you cut a jalapeno in half and you put it inside and then you wrap the outside of it in bacon. And then you get the grill real hot and, uh, and then throw it on the grill. And then that's a jalapeno. Pop.
0: Yeah. There's, there's a lot of different ways to do it too. A lot of, the most common one is without meat, but I think that's just because it's a lot cheaper and easier to do. But if you ever have like any type of I've in my lifetime, I've done dub for the most part, but like you said, but then quail is great. Um, Some people even do like chicken. I've never done chicken myself, but anything like that, something that I've been doing recently with that is you can also uh, melt the cream cheese a little bit and put shredded cheese in there and then mix that up. But then something that I've been doing recently is I, I found this jam at H-E-B that like you grill it per normal you know per usual and then with like five minutes left you put this jam over it you just coat it and it sounds weird because it's spicy and then it's a sweet jam at the end but it I've grown up eating jalapeno poppers and it absolutely changed how I looked at them so I think it's an apricot apricot jam it's it's Hmm. bomb that's a that's a great first pick and I was that was probably gonna be my next round pick if if you didn't pick that one so I don't know about the jam
2: but what about ranch powder (laughs) ranch powder on the poppers yeah, now we're talking you it. You can do it. Sounds delicious. Uh, okay, your second round pick. Second round pick is a, <clears throat> a chili dip, but like uh, the one rule with the chili dip is it can't be watery. So like uh, big clumps and uh, no water, no running. Like it needs to be re- yeah. really, really thick.
1: Okay.
0: The, 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 the thing that I didn't put anything on my list that would make me poop um, and, and chili is definitely in that class. Like I'm trying to go to a Super Bowl party and be there for all four quarters, plus a halftime performance from JLo. I'm not trying to leave at halftime because I have to go home and poop or go to the bathroom and just crowd that for 20 minutes. So that's, that's my only thing with Chili. Chili is something that's beautiful, but I think that it's something that should be enjoyed in the comfort of one's own home. Who is the halftime performer this year? The weekend, I believe. Which is fine. Nothing will be J-Lo. Uh, I'm trying to think of some great performances the last few years. I mean, J-Lo was just... I
2: misunderstood the rules of this i came up with stuff that i would only eat in my bathroom
0: watching the super bowl
2: <laughs> on my phone.
0: just laying in the bathtub oh like ready for anything i'm ready for it <laughs> cowboy caviar and chili dip. yeah those those two if you eat those two together you may only be at the super bowl party for one quarter and a lot of people that's actually a, a, a not a bad move because a lot of people don't want to be out until 10 p.m at someone else's house so i mean it could be a really smart move to just
1: go with the chili. Yeah, Tyler would love
0: that. Tyler would love that. Uh, OK, so my second pick, I can't believe that this lasted this long. I'm going to go with the most all-American answer. The best thing to eat while you're watching football is wings. I don't really feel like I have to explain anything. That's just, it's wings. They're amazing. I, I'm personally a fan of buffalo wings. Uh, I'm sorry, of uh, the buffalo sauce wings. I know that if you go to a wing place, they get real crazy with everything. Um, I just like my buffalo wings. And the great thing about that, too, is that you can, buffalo wings are one of those things that you can, and I've done this before, this is how I know, you can order it an hour before, run by, pick it up, bring your own Tupperware, throw it into that, you take it to the party, and everyone thinks that you made wings yourself. You didn't make wings yourself, you picked them up one hour before. But it's, it's the easiest move in the book. And I've done that – I did that at last year's Super Bowl party. So, hand up, I've done that before. How do wings not make me poop? Wings, wings don't make me poop as much as, as much as chili would. I mean, it's up there. It's up there. That's if I want to leave in the third quarter. Boneless or bone? <laughs> uh, bone in. If, uh, if, it's, if it's a bone – if it's a boneless wing, it's just a chicken tender. And I will stand by that forever.
1: All right, you're up. All right, I'm gonna go with, uh, I got a sweet tooth. For my last one, I'm gonna go with puppy chow. Homemade Ooh. puppy chow. So you get uh, Chex cereal. And then honestly, I don't know what else you put in it, but it's. I think it's like powdered sugar and then maybe cocoa powder. And then like a little bit of peanut butter maybe, just a little bit. And then it's just like this really good chocolatey uh, snack. Yeah, that's that's mine
2: yeah that's a good
0: one that's a really good one I was waiting for someone to take the first to take the first sweet off the board all right you said your last one I think that's your second isn't
1: it I had pigs in a blanket first just like you as my number one and then I was jalapeno poppers and then uh my third one is puppy chow
0: well so if you if someone takes yours you don't get to use it so okay. you, you, you don't have pigs in the blanket so that was your second one now that now we're starting the third round
1: all right, then I'll say. Um... Wait, no, 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 no! It's not a snake
0: draft. Now we're back to the front. Okay, fine. Fine. <laughs> so upset. We Good. should do a. We should do a snake draft though, since it's more fair. Because you're just getting the, the pick of the litter every round. Go ahead. I, this is my first time. All right. It, on yeah, this that's true. That's true. That's true. All right. Last round. Blackberry pie. Hmm. Blackberry pie. You're not gonna just go with pie to like appease the masses.
2: No, specifically blackberry pie because I like it and I want. I'm, I invite the fight.
0: Does that make you poop too? All again,
2: <laughs> this is happening in my bathroom with me watching the
0: Super Bowl on. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the bathroom. Yeah. You're not going to a party. This is no, all happening. No, no, this is pants on- down, wipes out, I'm ready <laughs> <laughs> on the toilet, just with the with the Super Bowl playing like on your phone. Yeah, you just occasionally <laughs> lay down because you're about to
2: fall asleep. So you just get up, kind of shake it off, and you go back to eating. Are you a laptop on-the-counter guy or a phone, just holding the phone? I have a whole desk built right <laughs> now. I just fold it down. When I'm not using it, it's, it hooks up, you know.
0: I've always said in my first house I'm going to have to mount a TV uh, two feet in front of the toilet, like in the bathroom. It's just it's one of those things. Like the other night, I'm watching college basketball, and it's like three minutes left in a game. And I'm like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom, but I want to finish the game. I was like, well, if I had a TV mounted, I would never have to deal with this ever. You should have started that party in your bathroom. <laughs> First,
1: world prob. First world probs.
0: First row probs, yeah. I kind of sound, sound terrible for saying that. Uh, okay, so my last pick. There are some on the board that I think are better, but I'm going to go with this one, and let me explain why. The spinach and artichoke dip. Boo. I, I know, I know, and hear me out. This is the one that if you don't know what's in it, you just hear spinach and artichoke dip and you think those those things are green. That guy's being healthy. So in reality, the spinach and artichoke dip is possibly out of all these things we've said, like it may still be the most unhealthy that you can have up here. It's terrible for you. You feel like you want to take uh a food you're gonna take a food coma nap right after this like you're not doing anything it's got cream cheese all in it it's terrible for you but if you come to the party with the spinach artichoke dip everyone looks at that guy and they say that guy's healthy he's watching he's watching his figure when in reality it's just terrible for you and it's super good too it's really good uh it's not as good as some of these other things but i just like being the guy that everyone thinks he's at least being cognizant of what he's eating at the super bowl party when in reality. That cannot be further from the truth. So that's my
1: last pick. It's like a plant in it. It's like when you get a huge bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, and then you throw a couple blueberries on top, and then it makes it healthy.
0: <laughs> it's like the uh, who was the guy that got popular a few years ago? Salt Bay. It's like that's that's you at night before you have your cereal, just sprinkling little blueberries into it. It's like health. <laughs> it's not healthy at all. That's a good one.
1: All right, you're up. Last pick. All right. Um my last pick since Hayden made me pick another one and got mad at me last time. Um this one is going to be I'm going to say okay. Those who know me know that I like to go to bed early. Um I'll probably put some some money on the Super Bowl this year just to keep it interesting so that it will make me care. Um I actually was listening to Green Lights by uh, Matthew McConaughey yesterday on the bus we were all listening to it. <laughs> and uh he goes he goes i don't like to do life-changing money but i like to do just enough to make me care
0: yeah
1: that's different for everybody he goes just enough to get a buzz that's what he says (laughs) so just enough to keep you interested um i'm gonna say energy drinks i'm gonna say if you brought a six pack of monster energy into my super bowl party and i know caleb's gonna be on board with that i'd be like dude this guy gets it because um i'm not like a huge alcohol guy but um I like to stay awake and um have a little bit of energy. So yeah, that's my that's my number three.
2: I'm jealous. That was
1: that was probably the best one I've heard. Yeah,
0: Caleb loves energy drinks. If you if you're you're listening and you didn't know, he's he's addicted. <laughs> we all we've all got our we've all got our vices. Hey, if, if energy drinks is the worst thing that you're ever addicted to, it's
2: not that bad. We talked about this. I'm not addicted, I just love them and have to have them yeah.
0: <laughs> at all times of the day. Well, also. That brings me. We're we're done with that. That was a great. That was a great uh, power ranking, but that also brings you to the point that it's the Super Bowl is really weird because it's. I will always till I die say that the Monday after Super Bowl should be a national holiday. It should 100 be an be a national holiday. No one should have to go to work. Like we're getting out of work, and well, we aren't. But I know that USPS doesn't run on the most ridiculous holidays and. Here is, if you're from the government and you're listening to this, here's what I'm going to say. Sub out one of those weird holidays and put the day after Super Bowl there. We all need that day off. We're all in food comas. We all ate our, our entire weight in food the night before. Just let us have that day off. And so I think that I think that if you walk into the party with, there's two people. You walk into the party with the energy drinks or you walk into the party with the alcohol, you're one of two. Or you may be the person that you drink for the first half and then you slowly transition to water or the energy drink or whatever in the second half. I don't know. I, I think that I'm somewhere in the middle of that. It
1: be on a Saturday night. It would be so much more fun. And it would just change it up. It's like I get NFLs on Sundays. Like Sundays are iconic now because of the NFL. You can't change it. But I think it would be cool for the Super Bowl to change it up and have it be on a Saturday night and – uh, I mean, I think everybody would agree that it would be more fun. I don't know. That's just me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, One, well, it's it's also mentally taxing on you. Like, I don't know, whenever I was, I, now I don't even try to watch the commercials, but I was always the kid, like you would get back to school on that Monday and everyone would be talking about, did you see that commercial? Did you see this commercial? And I didn't remember any of them. Like I will watch an entire game and I'm the guy that's like, everybody shut up whenever the commercials come on. I still don't remember any of them. Like I have to get on on MSN the next day and like watch the Super Bowl commercial recaps because I don't remember any of the ones I watched besides the Budweiser, besides the, well, besides the beer ones. The beer ones I usually remember. But besides that, I can't have a hard time remembering any of them. The High Life one was the best. Which one was that?
2: He just goes
0: high life. Oh, I remember that one. I was like, I was like thirty thousand dollars <laughs> high It was like a two-second ad read, and it's just like boom, gone. <laughs> that was the best one. <laughs> All right, that was a good power ranking. Who, by the way, who do you do? You, who do you have in the game? Do you who who are you gonna go for? We've got the Chiefs and the Buccaneers.
1: I never bet against Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, you've been saying that since the start of the playoffs, and. I'm a huge Tom Brady fan, but I actually have been betting against him and uh, obviously has not paid off well for me. I think I'm going to go back to the well, though. I think – I really do think that there's a good chance that the Chiefs can blow this game out of the water.
1: Yeah, yeah I would not be surprised. The Chiefs look very good. Uh, but you just always got – you always got uh, – do you think this is going to be Tom Brady's last season?
0: No. I don't I, – I think that no matter what happens on Sunday, I think he's coming back. And I think that – that's so opposite of what most of us would do um, and and a lot of quarterbacks have done the Elways the Troy Aikman they they left on top but I just think that there's something different in Tom Brady's DNA and I think he will continue to come back until the game is no longer fun to him he cannot be passionate about it and whenever he cannot compete and the reality is is He's going to have a great squad again next year. And they're no matter what happens on Sunday, they could come back and win the Super Bowl again next year. I really think that, I really think that he's going to come back no matter what, which is just insane that we're talking about a – is he 43? Do you know how old he is?
1: 43. That's what I heard.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I saw a quote the other day. He said he wants to play to 45. So, that's two more seasons.
2: What is it about quarterbacks, like uh, Favre going to the Vikings, like the last couple of years of your career, you go to – uh, just a totally different team he went to his arch enemy
0: yeah yeah he did I don't know I, I think that I think that it, you have your original team that's just at a crossroads and it's so, like well do we keep this, do we keep this
1: guy sees the future and they're like we we need to start planning ahead uh for the next generation this guy's only got a year or two left and so they'd rather go ahead and get a young guy in and get him going rather than wait till your quarterback's on his last leg I don't know that would be my guess I feel like that's the way it was with With Green Bay, and um, I guess that was Aaron Rodgers at the time, huh? Yeah, Yeah. and now, and then they're like, they're like the last two years, they're like at best Favre has two to three years left. We'd rather trade that value. We feel like Aaron Rodgers can be the guy now. We'd rather trade two years of Favre to bring in some some different like people to work around our new our new system than just like then drag this old dog till his last day. So. Man. the Patriots did not do that recently.
0: They did not. <laughs> also, that year, that well, what's crazy, too, is it's the same thing happened with Brett Favre. He went to Minnesota, and I think that – I mean, he, did, he played a couple years, and he did really well. Then he went to the Jets, and it kind of fell apart. But I remember he – I think he went to the NFC Championship in his first year with Minnesota and broke, like, a ton of records. And they barely <laughs> lost to the Saints – I think it was an overtime game, or if not, it was really close. But I remember that game. But yeah, I mean, Tom Brady's doing the exact same thing, and he's putting up the same numbers. I mean, his numbers are stupid, and so it'll be interesting. I know. I will say I know that last year Earl Dibbles in his Dipham and Pickham picked against Kansas City, and then he. I remember he played a show like three days later in Kansas City, and he wore or, or Granger wore a uh, Patrick. Well, I think it was just a Chiefs jersey. I don't think it was a Patrick Mahomes jersey, but Granger wore. A jersey and I remember everybody was mad and they're like you picked the 49ers and they ended up losing and so I don't I if I don't know if Earl's doing the dipman and pick them I guess we'll figure out we'll talk to him whenever uh in the next cu- in the next couple of days but I have a hard time seeing Earl pick against the Chiefs twice I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it because can you imagine if you picked against them twice and then they won twice Kansas City fans would be so mad <laughs> all right well I guess the last thing that we've got is, or I guess we got a couple of questions. We had a couple of questions. I sent these over to you before. Uh, we had some really good ones this week. Let me pull them up real quick. All right, the first question that we got this week, what what is your favorite meat to eat and why? I'll let you go first. Am
1: I starting? Yeah. I would say uh, fresh venison. Uh, I grew up with I grew up hunting whitetail, so I think the uh, just like searing fresh venison just on the skillet, fresh or over the fire. That's a, a deep uh, primal, get you back to your roots of being a human. Especially ideally, you are the one to kill the animal too. But killing an animal and you know going through the effort to hunt it down skin it and cook it uh it humbles you and gets you back to your roots and so that would be mine
0: yeah that's a good one I'm just a ribeye I'm super boring but I just I love a good ribeye a really good one like a really really good ribeye from like a meat market or something that you know it's a great cut of meat and you get to go pick it out and it's a good thick one that's my favorite what about you sir does it have to be turf it can be any it can be anything yeah I was I thought about sir.
2: I usually gravitate towards uh, shrimp. If I'm at a restaurant and I can get anything, it's it'll probably have shrimp in it. I, just, yeah. like, I don't know why. From Colorado, so I don't like maybe that's why I grew up like this a rarity. Far
0: away from the ocean. It's a good one. Um Parker, here's one for you. How was your how was Parker's experience being the handler of Reveille at AM? Why did he try out and was the and what was the experience experience like? And was it what you thought it would be?
1: My dad was in the Corps at a and It's the NROTC program at Texas A&M, the Corps of Cadets for those that don't know. Uh, and so it's it, basically a military school within te- the Texas A&M school. And about half the people go into the military and then half of them are just in it just to be in it. And so it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a fraternity of, of brothers uh, for those that aren't going to the military, you just go in it to make lifelong friends and uh, learn a lot about leadership and get put into stressful situations. You learn how to follow first and you learn how to lead. And Granger was in E2 and I was for sure going to go to uh, Texas Tech and take a different route. Changed my mind the last minute, listened to my gut, Uh, went to A&M and uh, got into uh, the mascot company. And then when you're a freshman in the mascot company, that's just that's the biggest role that that you can get they just play that up from the very beginning is that's the that's like the the job uh and so i obviously wanted to do it and yeah it was a lot of work and it was like honestly more work than i thought it was going to be and just the day in day out struggle of trying to get to class with her was very taxing at the time but looking back uh, you know, it was a lifelong memory and totally worth it. And, um, I was lucky to be a part of that, um, that fraternity of guys and, you know, the past handlers were just all such studs. I was just lucky to be lucky to be a part of it. Um, and super fortunate to get that position, but yeah, it was some of the coolest memories. And that was the last year that, uh, I had my dad here before he passed away and he was a lifelong Aggie. And so, to experience like running out of the tunnel at Kyle Field, like with my dad there, uh, just a few months before he he died uh, was super special. So I always have that bond with him.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the running out with Reveille in front of the Texas A&M football team is just insane. What an experience. Um, cool. This question is kind of, I guess, for both of us. I'll let you lead off first. This person said, I want to start a clothing brand, but I don't know where to begin. How do I make a product and market it with a small budget? So I'll let you handle the product side of it. And then I'll chat a little bit about the marketing side of it.
1: It's kind of a long, uh, it's kind of hard to answer without knowing anything about their niche or what they want to do. But I'd say figure out what makes you different than every other person. Everybody's making a clothing brand right now. I mean, there are hundreds of thousands of clothing brands out there. So ask yourself why you want to do it. First of all, try to find an opening in the market where you feel like there's a consumer that's not being talked to or not being not being communicated with the right way. And then make a product that, you know, if you want results, you know, you got to stand out and you got to have the best the best product out there or you need to have a brand that's interesting that that stands out and a brand message and a face that stands out that other people aren't doing one of those two things you either got to be marketing it correctly or you got to have a product that speaks for itself and is so good that nobody can ignore you so for us granger created the brand with earl and yee, yee and then our job has just been to try to catch up with product quality ever since which is much easier said than done and we have a very long way to go i've been doing this for five years and i feel like we're not even close to being the right product quality yet but um i don't know if that helps at all but uh Man, just there's so much free information out there. YouTube it. Uh, try to find some suppliers and start. Uh, have the humility to set the bar properly low and buy, even if you can only afford ten shirts, and and focus on uh, providing value on TikTok and all the social platforms to be able to differentiate yourself and you know create a brand story.
0: Yeah, I think if you're working with uh, with a small budget you have to be really careful. I, th- I think I see what a lot of times people do that even us as a, as a mid-sized brand that we, we don't do is you'll see some new brand start off and they have 20 different products and, and what you should really be doing. And, and, that, and I'm talking like clothing, you know, you have 20 different shirts. Well, we don't even have 20 different shirts. We have much less about a quarter of that, um, about half that a quarter to a half of that. So what I would say is to spend that budget on marketing and go after like one or two great shirts that really like you get that logo made and and you want people to recognize that, invest in that early on. And also like something that is completely forgotten is everyone wants to put money into, into ads and email and everything, but there's still a huge opportunity for organic posts and connecting with people organically. And we obviously we're a great example of that. We do that all the time and just, just remember, we still try to remember that every single customer matters no matter how much they spend and no matter how many times they purchase from us. And we've never lost sight of that. And I think that a lot of people do as they grow. But in the early stages, you really, really shouldn't. Like if someone buys from you and you're doing 10 orders a week or 10 orders a month or wherever you're at in that small early stages, do everything you can to keep them back. Like go, I mean, look them up, like look them up from your apparel page Go DM them and say, hey, man, hey, you know, thank you so much for buying from us. We really appreciate it. Like we've got some new stuff coming out in a month or or whatever. But every single you need every single one of those cheerleaders early on to to support your brand and tell their friends. And so I would just say to invest in those relationships and and spend a lot of time in in those areas. What do each of y'all enjoy doing for fun outside of work? Caleb, what do you enjoy doing for fun outside of work?
2: I like uh, to drink energy drinks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just goes home, does the exact same thing that
2: he does at work? Just an energy drink connoisseur. Uh, No, I I live that cardboard life. I I just hang out with corrugated (laughs) paper outside of work. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, we'll, ha- well, there's like we have a pyramid of just cardboard in the warehouse because there's just never ending supply of cardboard from old boxes. So sometimes that's half of what Caleb's doing is himself or getting the shippers to break down cardboard. Now music. Still just playing music. Sorry, we're getting notifications over here. Yeah, you do a lot of music and i always I feel like that's he stays up late a lot, Caleb does, and I feel like that's what you're always doing is watching YouTube of old of, of music videos and
1: yep. different things like that. Writing. Nice. What about you, part? Golf and piano.
0: I could have guessed that. I know too much about you now living with you. We really started a band called Parker and the Pre-Packers. <laughs> Parker and the Pre-Packers, it's just you and all the shippers. <laughs> Um, For me, I would just say sports. Uh, I'm starting to try to get into homestead, homesteading type stuff. And um, obviously, the camel is not going to help with that because I can't eat the camel. But uh, I want to do some different animals. I like to cook. And so that kind of goes hand in hand with that. I like to read a lot. And then, yeah, uh, sports. I've got Cooper, the beagle. That's a lot of y'all have seen him on the socials. And so he's mine. So I do a lot of stuff with him, um, in my free time as well. Last question. How do you, this is for you, Parker. How do you decide to do new products that you've never released before? So I think this means, um, we know shirts are going to sell. We know hats are going to sell. How do you go out on a limb and do some of these products that we've never done before? That is a first of its kind for ye apparel.
1: Man, I like to look, at. Uh... I like to just look around in the industry and outside the industry, and, and then you and I listen to feedback a lot and get ideas from people of different miscellaneous stuff. And I just try to keep my mind open to different opportunities that we can, that we can use the brand and throw Yee, Yee on stuff uh, that we may not necessarily know how to make, but someone else knows how to make something really cool. So that's kind of one of the things I'm looking forward to this year is is um, starting to collab with people and and license license the Yee, Yee name to to put it on some cool stuff.
0: Yeah, that's what's exciting. I mean, our bread and butter. What do you call them? What do you meat and cheese? The meat and cheese. Caleb came up with this term. The meat and cheese is the a lot of the things that you'll see in our store last year. You'll see it this year. You'll see it next year. It's a lot of the things that sometimes are best sellers. A lot of the original things that we continue to sell a lot of. But it's super exciting whenever we get something new um, coming in a new collection. So we try to. We try to do that as much as we can and get some new, new products. And we really do listen to that feedback on those whenever we get feedback from, from fans. And that helps a lot. All right. I think that's it for the questions. We'll have some good ones next week. Thank you guys. Go ahead and tweet at us, comment on this post, uh, message us. We, we like to answer these questions and we have to search, We've been having a search for them a little bit more recently. So send us any questions that you have comment on the YouTube below or whatever you may be listening on and why and while I'm at it also follow us save this episode like us everything whatever you're listening on I know it can be Spotify or anything like that Um, keep that going we're going to end with good news of the week what you got for good news of the week
1: make it quick good news of the week is the TikTok of Weston and Granger on the bus is going viral faster than any video I've ever seen it's already at a million in an hour so go check that out on TikTok Granger Smith
0: Perfect. My good news of the week is that NCAA is coming back. Platforms, NCAA football is back. It's my childhood. It's finally making a comeback. It was announced today. What you got?
2: I found a new energy drink that I like. It's jackfruit flavor. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> That's Caleb's good news of the week. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see y'all next week. Bye guys.